Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What's going on? I feel like a million dollars. Let me check out that ring. What's up, TMZ? How'd you find me, bro? I got my disguise on. What's up, man? TMZ Sports. Welcome to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. My man, as always, Mojo Mutati with the fresh cut. Mojo, we're going to start with the fight that Dana White says could be the biggest fight of all time ever in combat sports. And no, we're not talking about Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. We're not talking about Francis Ngannou versus John Jones. We are talking about billionaires Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg possibly stepping into an octagon and actually fighting Mojo. And this is absolutely for real. So first, before we hear from Dana White, and we spoke with the UFC president, let's give you some background here. How did this all start? Well, first, uh, Elon Musk went to social media, went to his own app, Twitter, on Wednesday after hearing that Mark Zuckerberg, of course, the guy who created Facebook, that he could be starting his very own version of Twitter. To that, Elon Musk said this. I'm up for a cage match if he is, LOL. Well, guess what, Mojo? Zuck heard, and he responded, channeling Khabib Nurmagomedov, send me location. So now a lot of people saw this, were talking about this, could not believe that the guys were even going back and forth with trash talk. I think, Mojo, everybody thought this was not real. This was just two very wealthy dudes who are having some fun with one another, but there is no way that they would ever step foot in the cage, is there? Well, guess what? Dana White says that there actually is, and even more so that he has actually had conversations with both guys. Here is the UFC president on TMZ Live with Harvey and Charles. Crazy stuff. Watch this. They both want to do it. Mark Zuckerberg hit me up first and said, is he serious? And I said, I don't know. Let me ask him. I asked him and he said, yeah, I'm dead serious. You know, you know, obviously this would be the biggest fight ever in the history of the world. Um, Bigger than anything that's ever been done. It would break all pay-per-view records. These guys would raise hundreds of millions of dollars for charity. And, uh, you know, you don't have to be a fight fan to be interested in this fight. The biggest fight of all time was Floyd Mayweather and Conor. I just think it, I think it triples that. I think it triples with that, did it? Just, there's, there's no limit on what this thing could make. If these guys are serious, I make fights that people want to see. That's what I do for a living. So if, if they really want to do it and they're serious and we can figure it out and figure out a way to pull this off, I would absolutely positively do this. Man, oh, I hope this is real. How great would this be if these two billionaires close to trillionaires almost at this point, would actually get inside of a cage and fight. We were hyped up about Jones and Ngannou. My goodness, this would be so much bigger. To say it would triple Connor and Floyd, I think that is the most conservative estimate (laughs) ever because this fight 
appeals to literally anyone, not just fight fans, yes. not just anyone with a Facebook or Twitter account. This reaches anyone on the planet anywhere. This has some sort of appeal. And they're not playing basketball, Babcock. They're not playing horse where it's like, yeah, who cares who loses? These two are going to get into a ring and brawl. <laughs> I would just love to see the numbers behind this. And I'm going to say, Babcock, I don't know if this is the most advised scenario for one of these two guys in particular. Oh, who do you think would win? Who do you think would win, Mojo? I I gotta say it's gotta be Zuckerberg, right? He's got age on his side, but right. he also is the only one with any kind of combat training. Zuckerberg has been training in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't know. Does Elon even work out? Forget well, any kind of MMA training. I feel like the only shot Elon has is if he constructs some sort of Tony Stark Iron Man apparatus <laughs> that he could take in the cage, but of course, likely not to be legal. Yeah, yeah, I don't think that they'll allow that to happen. I think you're right. Look, Musk is 51 years old. Mark Zuckerberg is 39 years old. That matters, though. What also matters in fighting is length, and Elon Musk is six inches taller. Yeah. Mojo, you are right. I think Elon Musk uh, is at a disadvantage when it comes to some of uh, the things on the tail of the tape here. Look, there's a 12-year age difference. Elon's 51. Mark Zuckerberg is 39. But uh, if you want to look at advantages for Elon, length matters in fighting. And Mark is only 5'7", while Elon is 6'1", so he's got a 6-inch height advantage. He presumably has a reach advantage, too. Um, you're right, though, Mojo. Mark has been training BJJ for a while. He started during the pandemic. He has even competed in actual tournaments. Now, Elon says he has done some martial arts growing up. He also grew up in some rough conditions, circumstances. Mojo grew up in South Africa, where Elon is said to have been in a street fight or two. So maybe some fighting experience as a kid. Don't know how much he's done as of late. I want to watch this. I don't care if they're, uh, if one guy's more advanced than the other. I think this would truly be an event that would be talked about forever. You're talking about guys here who are worth $350 billion combined. Dana's working on it. He wants to make this fight happen. And God, I hope he does. Aaron Rodgers also fighting, no billionaire, uh, but he is fighting to have some psychedelics legalized in the United States. Uh, obviously something we've heard Aaron talk about in the past, credited uh, Ayahuasca with his back-to-back -back MVP seasons. Well, there was a conference going on, Mojo. It was called the Psychedelic Science 2023 Conference, and Aaron Rodgers actually got up on stage sat down and had a conversation with Aubrey Marcus, who is a famous podcaster and Aaron's buddy. Now, he is speaking very passionately, Mojo, about psilocybin, a.k.a. magic mushrooms, and the positive benefit that they could have on a lot of people's lives. Here's Aaron Rodgers. I know in, in Colorado that uh, psilocybin has been decriminalized, but is it not, yeah, is it not ironic that the things that actually expand your mind are, are illegal and the things that keep you in the lower chakras and dumb you down have been legal for centuries. And you know what, it's gonna be hard to cancel me because you know, the previous year, 26 touchdowns, four interceptions, we had a good season. 
Ayahuasca, 48 touchdowns, five interceptions. MVP. What are you going to say? And it's a permission slip for other people to stand up and talk about their own experiences, to join in, to dive in, to learn about it. And I think that's how we move this conversation forward. Wow. Aaron Rodgers embracing that inner New Yorker saying, try me. Please try your MVP. Man, he's as committed to this campaign probably as his own football career. And if he feels this strongly about it, uh, having this much success for him, being able to keep him on the field for this long and performing at the highest level in his career, I suppose why not? But wow, what a stance that he's taken. I mean, he's laying all the cards out on the table with this one. Absolutely. Um, look, we know that he is into these kind of things. He's into crystals, and uh, that's the kind of guy that he is. But for him to go up there and to passionately speak out about a topic that um, not everybody is going to agree. You're going to have some people who feel like Aaron Rodgers is pushing drugs, that some of these substances can be unsafe. And I'm not going to lie to you and tell you I'm an expert on this because I am not. But I do know that Aaron wholeheartedly believes that that some of these uh, mushrooms and psychedelics have really impacted his career for the positive. And uh, I, I respect, I don't know if it's right or not, but I really do respect him getting up there and talking about something that he is passionate about, despite the fact that he knows he's going to be criticized. So pretty cool to see Aaron up there. I, I don't think we're at the point. Uh, Colorado's a, a bit more liberal. I don't know New York, New Jersey, where Aaron is now at. Uh, I, I don't know we're at the point where they're going to le legalize some of these psychedelics, but uh, it can't hurt to have Aaron on their side. So stay tuned. Coming up next on TMZ Sports, we're going to be joined by UFC champion Brandon Moreno. This guy's story is like a movie script, and Brandon says that when he gets back in that octagon at UFC 290 in just a few weeks, he is going to add to a story that I do think one day will be turned into a movie. This guy's done everything, including being the first Mexican-born UFC champion. Brandon going to join us next on TMZ Sports. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% cash back at hundreds of stores, including Ray-Ban, Good American, and Ulta. Rakuten is how in-the-know shoppers get the best savings. They shop the brands they love and earn cash back on top of deals. During Big Give Week, May 6th to May 13th, the cash back rates are even bigger. I'll be shopping for apparel and electronics, and you can save on everything you need for the summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. Join today for free and get an extra 10% cashback boost. That's an extra 10% cashback on top of Big Give Week's 15% cashback. You won't see higher cashback rates than these. Just go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. Rakuten, R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Welcome back to TMZ Sports. I'm Mike Babcock. Mojo will be back with us in just a few minutes, but uh, we are joined by uh, one of the most dangerous men in the world uh, and a uh, friend of the show, the Let's U.S. Go. flyweight champion, Brandon Moreno, who is about to get back inside of that octagon against uh, Alexander Pantoja, uh, July 8th at UFC 290. 
and uh, and now the champ is here. Brandon, how are you doing, brother? Let's go, man. I'm and, uh, happy to be with you again, and you know, enjoying enjoying my diet, like I said before, with you. Brandon, talk to me about preparing for somebody who is not named Davison Figueredo. You have fought <laughs> him four of your last five fights. It's something so rare, especially in the UFC. How about just preparing for somebody else that's not Davison? Man, so uh, first of all, I, I'm I'm glad. I feel so glad to share that reality with Davison. You know, we're uh, two uh, years uh, with a lot of uh, pressure, st stress, you know, thinking about him, thinking about uh, the, the bell, of course, you know, thinking about the representation I have on my in my country, in Mexico. So was a lot of things on the line, but... Right now, I'm part of the history of the mixed martial arts, and I'm part of, of the of the history of the UFC. Uh, thinking, you know, about the future, like the Hall of Fame or whatever. So I'm just glad to share that kind of reality with somebody. But I can't lie to you. I'm happy, man. I'm just happy to don't think about Davison, to think in another game plan. Uh, you know, to do something different in my practices because you know, I was just very. Every single game plan is very specific for the for the next fighter. So yeah, my pra my practices were uh, about um, you know the game plan against Davison. Now this one were different. So man, I'm just happy. Uh, but at the same time, you also now go to another opponent who you are obviously <laughs> very familiar with. Again, right? Maybe not uh, four fights, but uh, th this obviously will be your third fight uh, with Pantoja. How? It was a long time ago, Brandon, right? You're, looking, you're talking about 2016 on a TV show on, on The Ultimate Fighter, and then you're talking about 2018. I mean, that's that's five years ago at this point. You're a different fighter. You're the champion now. How much have you looked at the past performances, or have you ignored those? I mean, watch my last two fights against Alexandre. Uh, was part of the was part of the. Uh, of the game plan, you know, watch my mistakes of the past, what I did, and try to recognize what I'm improved specifically, specifically since that, those fights. Alexander Pantoja never fought against the best Brandon Moreno, Brandon Moreno in the moment, you know, and I, those are just excuses, you know. I hate excuses, uh, but you know, I'm talking. I'm talking with you. I'm thinking about what happened in that moment. You know, trying to reflect a little bit about it, and and that's it, man. I, I think I I'm very sure about what I'm saying right now, and I'm just excited to go uh, that night, July eight, and show to the world like, man, I'm just better than him. I know all of these fights mean a lot to you. Will this one mean even more though to to have what happened in the past happen and then to come back and and to overcome that? Will it mean more, Brandon? Man, it's it's, it's everything, everything is like a like like a movie, you know? Yeah. Because I passed this crazy rivalry with Davison. And now I have this uh, a nice rivalry with Pantoja yeah. who beat me in the past. Man, that's like a movie, you know? It's, it it's like He's like a guy, like somebody write that that takes for for us, for me, you know. So that this fight specifically is a perfect opportunity to keep building my legacy, man. You know, Brandon Moreno, who uh, got released from the company in 2018, then came back, then champion, then the rivalry with Davidson, now Pantoja, the rematch, man. I'm excited. Man. Brandon, you're awesome. Thank you so much for your time. Uh, of course, again, it's UFC 290.
uh, Brandon Moreno going to make things right with uh, Alexander Pantoja. Thank you so much, Brandon. We'll talk soon. Let's go. Awesome. How an amazing player, right? Coming up next on TMZ Sports, we're talking to Dwayne Wade, the future first ballot Hall of Famer, giving some advice to all of the people drafted in the NBA draft Thursday night. We're going to hear from D. Wade next on TMZ Sports. A miracle in the jungle. A plane crash. All the adults dead. Miraculously, four children survive, including an 11-month-old baby. 40 terrifying days alone in the Amazon until a miraculous rescue. But that's just the beginning of the story. TMZ is on the ground in Colombia. The Miracle Children of the Amazon. Stream on Hulu now. Welcome back to TMZ Sports, Mike and Mojo. Mojo, the NBA draft went down tonight. Huge night for these kids who have had their entire lives changed. The fame, the fortune, all overnight. But it's a lot of pressure, a lot to deal with, especially if it's new to you. And, and let's be honest, you know, not many 17, 18, 19-year-old kids have that level of fortune. But now they do, Mojo. Question is... How to navigate the new life, the new reality? Well, we had a chance to talk to a guy, and I know we teased this uh, yesterday as we were leaving the show. Dwayne Wade, 20 years ago, Dwayne Wade, who was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer, was the fifth overall pick taken out of Marquette, uh, was a star in college, and obviously had an incredible career in the NBA. We spoke with D. Wade Mojo, and we asked him for some advice for all of the new draftees, here's what he had to say. What's your advice to the rookies? Uh, take in the moment. It goes fast. You only get one draft. Yeah. So enjoy it all. Take as much videos and pictures as you can. What would you give them advice? If you knew then, you'd tell them now. Yeah. Uh, try to get you somebody in your life that really know finances. Yeah. Somebody who um, hopefully you can build a relationship with, hopefully you can build a trust with eventually. Uh, but also learn. Learn everything you can about your own family. What a great answer, Mojo, and a, a well-thought-out answer from Dwayne Wade. I th think that was really legitimately good advice. Absolutely. I mean, he, he focused on the two biggest things, the, the now, the yeah. present, and the future. Now, enjoying the culmination of your hard work to a point, of course, being selected in the NBA draft and reaching your dreams. You know, you, you dream of playing pro sports when you're a small kid and now here is your chance to go yeah. out there and make your name, but just being able to be there at all, even if it's just for a day, is an absolute dream come true. Now, the finances, that, that's your long term right here. That's protecting your future because, as we all know quite well, pro sports don't last forever. Yeah. I played in the NFL. My career lasted two years before an injury took right. me out. You know, these – it wasn't something that I anticipated right. or, or could have possibly expected, but it happened and it altered the, the you know, the course of my future here. Yeah. So making sure your, your finances are aligned are just extremely important. And it's important to receive training on this because sure, you hear, don't go out and buy the house you can't afford. Don't go out and buy the nice flashy car that you can't afford. Right. Those are obvious things. Even maybe the jewelry 
as well. But sometimes you're not prepared for the decision, the financial investments that you thought were smart. Maybe putting too much into real estate, not diversifying enough, uh, you know, in the stock market. Wow potentially trusting the wrong financial advisor that could con you or rob you later, loaning too much for family. These are good-hearted investments that could come back to bite you. And if you don't know anything about finances, these situations will ruin you. Ask Simeon Rice if you want an example. Yeah, and many others, Mojo, right? And I think that's why uh, you know, this, the saying goes, more money, more problems. Uh, a lot of great things come with money, but it, it is a challenge learning how to manage it. And hopefully uh, all these young guys who were just drafted tonight and had their lives changed, I, I hope that they get to hear this Dwayne Wade clip because like you said, Mojo, it's, it's, it's wonderful advice. All right, Mojo, we're just about out of time, but before we go, we've got to talk about this chain. McCall Hardman, the speedy wide receiver, his nickname is The Jet, and he signed with the New York Jets back in March. Well, he got what uh, is one of the most incredible pieces of jewelry, Mojo, that I've ever seen. Look at that. That, of course, is a jet. And uh, the pendant, the cockpit opens, and uh, you see, I, I guess that's McCall who is inside the cockpit there. That is 100 carats of diamonds. Obviously, there's gold, and uh, I shudder to even think what that chain costs, but it is incredible, Mojo. I've never seen anything like that. Absolutely the second best chain we've ever seen here on TMZ Sports after the Mojo chain, of course. Of course. Of course. They're, of course. they're about the same size, yeah. I would say, similar in carrots. <laughs> that thing is awesome. That chain is so cool. Uh, again, question the practicality here. Desperately want to know how much this thing costs. Uh, but I don't know. It looks pretty heavy, and maybe he's working on his next strength in the offseason, and and this is the conduit for that kind of training. Yeah, good luck tackling McCall Hardman next season, right? It's going to be impossible yeah. to bring down. So strong from carrying that thing around. Absolutely in incredible. I've never seen a fighter jet pendant before. I am blown away. All right, Mojo, we have got to go. Big show tomorrow, though. Of course, we're going to have a bunch uh, from the NBA draft, including a conversation with a former NBA star, Gilbert Arenas. A uh, bunch of draft stuff tomorrow morning. We'll see you then. Mojo, going to be great. Absolutely, Babcock, and it'll definitely make it. What? The best show since today!